Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Liu. I have to clarify that this is not, this is not a slander podcast because the series is not over. But uh, Assad is indeed joining me on the line. After the Toronto Raptors took down the Golden State Warriors, closed out Oracle uh, by a score of one hundred five to ninety two. Assad, how are you feeling right now? Uh, I just, I just gotta say, bro. Uh... I love Kawhi. I love Kawhi. I love Kawhi. <laughs> I love Kawhi. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, I'm look. Okay. Yep. I'm just going to keep this out of the way up front right now. Mm-hmm. White Shoes Kawhi is undeniable, unstoppable. Yo, New Balance, stop making black colorways of that shoe. Yeah, the black and blue, not successful. The OVO, not as successful. Not worth it. It's, just forget it. Just white colorways. Here's the theory. All right, I'm just going to get this theory out of the way before we even get into the game. All right, the black colorway, and this is science, okay? I know this. I'm an accountant. Everyone knows black, black shoes are heavier. Colorway. Black absorbs more light. We all know this, right? It's Black absorbs physics. light. That's pure physics. The shoes absorb the light. Of course, light has weight. Mm-hmm. So the shoes get heavier. Yep. So Kawhi plays slower. Preach it, Max Planck. Get the front rim more. Yep. Get the back rim more. There you go. Know what I mean? Yeah. The wave particle White theory. shoes bounces off. Bounces off, boy. Light on his feet. You see him zipping around? Kawhi Yo. shoes on it. Dog, I'm, I'm so hyped right now. Good God. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, this is not a slander podcast. This is not a slander podcast. But, yo, the Toronto Raptors went into game four at the Oracle. The lines favoring the Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson gets some sort of medical injection to get himself ready for the game. I didn't say it out loud, but come on. We all know what happened there. Kavon Looney somehow is playing through a broken collarbone, a fractured collarbone. But he's out there, too. Iguodala's out there. Draymond's out there. Steph's out there. Kavon Looney's out there actually giving them some pretty good minutes. Um, you know, KD's not there because, you know, he's already uh, halfway in Brooklyn by now. But the Toronto Raptors went into Oracle Arena up to one and uh, completely, completely took control of the series. Um, I mean, first quarter, that was almost all Kawhi Leonard. And by that, I mean Kawhi had 14 points. The Raptors had 17 points. But the Raptors weathered the storm. They went into halftime down only four points, which was amazing. And then the third quarter happened. And, uh, you know, those Warriors that, you know, oh, man, the third quarter for the Warriors, you know. Remember the 18-0 run to start the second game, too? Like, oh, the Warriors are so good in the third quarter. Well, not this time. Not this time. 37-21 to 21 for the Raptors in the third quarter. And then the Raptors continue to press that advantage throughout the rest of the game. Let me just give you a stat aside before I let you – you know, go back on uh, what you were saying, all right? So the Raptors have now won 13 of 16 quarters against the Warriors in this series. And so that's my takeaway after the game was, with the way things are right now, the Raptors are just better. Asad, 
What do you say? Yo, honestly, and like the way this game started, I was I was never too worried. Like, it, mm. it, it, if it's a low scoring game, the Raptors are gonna win it, right? Yeah, that's just been how it's been all see all series. But you start the game out first play. Pascal gets the ball on the wings. Guys, back to the basket. Gasol sets a back screen for Lowry. Lowry's wide open, mm. and he's just hanging out there. And Pascal just doesn't see him. I'm like, oh my god, he's not awake. Yeah. Another play down. Pascal again gets into the paint, uh, back turn, and I think there's a dump off pass to I think Kawhi in the dunker spot. And Pascal doesn't see it. Gets double, loses the ball. And it's like, brah. Yeah. Wake up. Ski- Wake up, skills. Come on, we need you. Yep. Marcus all clanging shots. Yep. Um, Not even taking shots. Back. Danny Green just bricking to start the game. I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy, we're going to be in trouble today. Because we've seen him in the candy cane jerseys not show up a couple times. Yeah. It's happened. Yeah. It's a letdown game, 100% there. That's true. I but feel like Kawhi, they were on the road against Milwaukee. Why freaking let it? Kawhi Leonard. Andre Iguodala, yo, I'll take you in the paint. Oh, boom, boom. Man. Little fadeaway. Money. Clay Thompson, pull up in your face. Mm. Kavon Looney, why? Why are you out here? Yo, Kavon, dog. Dog. Why are you wearing like a t-shirt protecting your broken collarbone? Just sit at home, man. Just sit at home. Just, just, just let uh, let Jordan Bell get those minutes, man. I'll be honest. I, I was very surprised that as soon as Kavon Looney came on the court, they didn't just run a one-five, like a three five pick and roll for Kawhi up top and let him just go straight at him listen we are not cruel we are not inhumane yo honestly let him cook respect to the raptors for letting him play and honestly i think he helps them when he's on the court so it's not bad because he's just skinnier i was gonna say you know who does help the raptors when he's on the court demarcus cousins but continue yo demarcus Um, i love the i love demarcus cousins right boogie boogie to the six man all day all all over that yeah i I mean maybe if you get boogie with alex mckechnie he can jump over a phone book but right now that man cannot jump that man that man has uh that man has my hops right now maybe less it's uh it's disappointing but i don't know where to start like yo clay let's just go through the game let's go through the game. first quarter you mentioned pascal making failing to make some reads marcus all failing to score whatsoever and literally Kawhi's doing everything he has 14 of 17 points for the raptors and really i mean part of it was the raptors were missing wide open shots and you knew that wasn't going to continue throughout the entire game because danny was getting mint looks and kyle was getting mint looks and you know whatever they were just missing but like the raptors from start to finish, you could tell the Raptors defensively, they were in the game. They were locked in. Steph wasn't okay. doing Steph things. Steph wasn't going for 47 tonight. No 47 points for Steph tonight. And Clay got a couple of looks. You know, Clay got a little turnaround, you know, jumpers in the post and things like that. But Warriors were not getting easy looks. They were not getting easy looks. And, you know, the defense, it was clear from the start. They were going to keep the Raptors in the game. And if the Raptors finally started hitting some open shots, that game was going to be over. And that's pretty much the whole story of the game. What do you, what about you? What'd you see? Uh, yeah, more or less same. I thought the defensive first second quarters it was like almost there. It was like yo, they played like twenty seconds of good defense, and mm-hmm. then they let slip a back cut. They let like Clay open up for a three. They yep. let Steph open up for something. It was just like almost good enough. I mean, the Warriors did like, a great they job. They of almost playing for the got post. a hand on the ball, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was like, man, it's close. They've almost cut it off, but then there's just these small mistakes. Guys aren't like guys aren't awake, right? Like, all right, we got to wake up. But the fact that the Warriors were missing some open looks, that mm-hmm. helped a lot, too. Um, the fact that the Raptors basically sold out on Boogie, Iggy, and Draymond. Yep. They're just like, yo, you go ahead and shoot all day. We really do not care if yeah, you're the last. Do what you feel. That's it. We're yeah, only going to guard two guys. Shot, it's fine. <laughs> yep. 
But yeah, and then in the I think in the second quarter that the one thing it was like even though open shots weren't going, um, the Raptors realized they were like yo. And honestly, it was saving grace. They were just like, we're just gonna forget. Like we see them switching, or we're seeing them switching. Um, not the bigs at least, but they're at least switching the wings. They just kept going after McKinney. Yeah. Like yo, Listen. like McKinney, love the guy. You know, X nine hundred five guys, great. But oh, dog. Off, it's, it's off. It's a G leaguer. They're guarding was, Kawhi Leonard in the a, finals with a G leaguer. A walking bucket. A walking bucket. Oh my god. Like Kawhi eating him. Kyle eating him. Oh yeah. my god. Yep. Just destruction. Like McKinney, I, I don't know how many points he gave up. I don't know the stats in front of me. It mm. just felt like forty. Let's go with that. Forty points. He only played eight minutes, but I think there, there he were. He only played 40 eight points. minutes. Yeah, I know. Eight minutes how? thirty seconds for Alfonso McKinney, but. Uh, yeah. He I agree with you, man. I mean, plays. he was a walking he was bucket. In a lot of plays for those eight minutes because I remember him vividly. Yep. Yep. I'm guessing he didn't play a single second quarter, uh, second half minute. Then no, 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 he played the second half, and I remember the Raptors just literally were like, "Oh, word, you're gonna have him on the floor, but we're gonna scrap our entire <laughs> offense. We're gonna have floor spaced. Kawhi's in the middle of the floor, one on one, no help, score every time, every time." But yo, I gotta say, before we breeze past the second quarter, a couple things happened in the second quarter. All right. One, Serge Ibaka happened. Mafuzi. All right. Um, he was he was phenomenal throughout the entire game. But the second quarter there, Kawhi wasn't scoring as much in the second quarter. But Mafuzi was scoring in the second quarter. Mafuzi was carrying the Raptors offense. At one point, he put it behind his back, pulled up, oh and God. stepped back onto Marcus Cousins. And I was thinking, wow, that's the most disrespectful shot I've seen Serge Ibaka hit since oh I don't know game seven against the Sixers remember when he pulled up on Ben Simmons and that's and that's when you and that's when you knew that like yo Demarcus Cousins can't be on the court because like that was like, the second or Surge. third play in a row Ibaka went at him because yep. one of them was like Serge got into the mid post like in the middle of the paint and he'd like given up his dribble and he gave a pump fake and it was like he just had to go for a right hand hook at that point and Boogie's right on him yep. and it's like you've seen that usually like Ibaka gets bodied off completely breaks that hook or gets blocked. Yeah, he needs and balance because he doesn't have touch. Boogie, Boogie has no lift. And even if None. Boogie has lift, he had no strength because his legs are jelly. Like, he just yeah. doesn't have it right now. He's clearly not in shape to play, yep. which is perfectly fine. Like, he shouldn't be playing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And then Serge comes with the behind the back. And it was unnecessary. <laughs> it was an unnecessary. It was 1,000% a bad shot. <laughs> and Serge is just like, y'all feeling it. Let's do yeah. this, yeah. Shout out to Dodger, yo. But oh, Boogie man. Style, I, I, I started playing in the second half. It was money. Oh my God, Serge. <laughs> Serge Ibaka. What's great was it felt a lot like that Milwaukee Game Seven, mm. except for that the team that they were facing was worse. Uh, wow, wow. But Wait, hold like, on. Do you mean Sixers Game Seven or Milwaukee Game Six? Oh, sorry, Milwaukee Game Six. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Keep on. Can't keep track anymore. But yeah, Milwaukee Game Six, where it was like they felt like they were down, but you knew they weren't out. Like the defense was there. And, like, they were just missing shots. And then, you know, nobody's really hitting shots. Kawhi's doing his thing. And then Surge comes and just brings this massive surge. Like, massive surge. No pun intended. Mm. Just straight energy. Yeah. And just starts blistering. Like, yo, as soon as he got that oh. first block, it was like, all right, game time. Yep. Like, we're ready to go. Because that was not an easy block either. That was uh, that was also McKinney, wasn't it? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that was McKinney. Oh, my God. Yo, McKinney. Surge had 20 How, how are you that memorable in eight and a half minutes? <laughs> Listen, Alfonso, bro, I, I, I love you, um, and I'm really happy you're still playing for the Raptors. And I'm happy, you know, Alfonso should get a ring from all this. Yeah, he should. He should probably get a ring from all this. Um, he was a 905 ring? Nah, right? He came the year after. Poor guy. Yeah, 
yeah, it's too bad. I remember him in uh, summer league. He was it was exciting in summer league. I was like, look at him jump for these rebounds. Um, second quarter there. So basically, the Raptors weather the storm. You know, uh, one thing that worried me at halftime was you know the Raptors. You know, they had only had two three pointers and they shot two of seventeen, but the Warriors only at two of thirteen. And I was worried because I was like, man, the Warriors are going to start hitting shots eventually. But also, I was pretty excited about the fact that the Warriors only took 13 three-point attempts in the second quarter. And it felt like the Warriors just weren't playing through Steph as much. And, like, the Warriors' baskets that they were getting were all kind of difficult stuff. Well, and, that, that and was felt like the Raptors going to hit shots eventually. And that's kind of every time they Every time they put Steph on ball, the Raptors just blitzed them out of it. They made yeah. sure to ice them, yep. doubled, and they took them out. Same thing with Clay. Anytime Clay got in the post. They brought the double as fast as they could, mm-hmm. and yep. a few t- the few times in the first half they were slow bringing the double, and he got like easy, easy little post jumpers over Kyle Lowry. Yep, which were like frustrating as hell because like, oh my god, like just cut off baseline, Kyle. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean tactically, <laughs> I would have just put Kawhi on Clay and then kept uh, Kyle on Iguodala, and, and I don't think any issues would have happened. You even have to double in the first place, but. You know, I mean, listen, you got to you gotta load manage Kawhi so that he can, you know, score 17 points on nine and, shooting possessions and, in the third quarter. And and the benefit of having Kawhi off of them, though, like having Kawhi and Siakam off was like, A, they could switch on the screen. Yep. And then they would always leave either one of Kawhi or Siakam near the rim to contest on the four on three. That is true. If they got the pass off, right? Yep. So, man. And that was it. Like, they were just like, yo, okay, we're going to let you go. You're going to put the ball in Steph's hand? All right, we're going to give you the four on three. Yep. Now, please score with your three non-shooters. Mm. And, it. like, really, it was just like, all right, Draymond, what are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, Draymond, will, oh, he's going to flop into Kawhi's arms again and get the call. Wow. That's cool. But uh, what do you have ultimately tonight? Uh, six points and four turnovers. Oh, wait, sorry. That was DeMarcus Cousins. My bad. Sorry. Ten points and five turnovers, actually. Oof, negative 13. Incredible stuff. Remember when Draymond was at the podium with those, uh, you know, uh, you know, basically Hakeem optical glasses, and uh, he's just sitting there being like, oh, man, we're going to come here, win game four, go on the road, win game five, and come back in game six. It's going to be good times. Listen, it's, it's not It's easy good to time, say. Man. I'm not going to lie. Listen, those are say. fantasies, man. Those are fantasies, all right? Those are fantasies. These are, these are not realities. So the third quarter, though. So Raptors going to halftime. Objectively, the Raptors weren't playing that well. Defensively, they were playing good, but, like, re- re- realistically, like, the offense was just in such a state where it was like, you're not going to win the whole game with just Kawhi. Yeah. Um, and the Raptors only down four halftimes. So, you know what? On the road, you're going to take that. You're going to take that absolutely, right? Like, for example, the Warriors were only down five heading into halftime in game two, and all of a sudden the third quarter happens, and all of a sudden they win the game, right? And I'll, I don't, as a Raptors fan, as a po- the positive side was like, listen, this is not that bad. Uh, the negative side was I thought the Warriors were going to hit more than two threes in the second half. The Warriors ended up hitting one than two threes in the second half. They only made six in the second half, however. Um, and the Raptors, I mean, the Raptors, the Raptors were incredible in the third quarter. 37 points. I thought more than anything else, the Warriors defensively, they just came apart. They came apart. Oh, we forgot something. We forgot something at the end of the second quarter. What? Wasn't that when uh, Nick Nurse uh, put his genius cap on? Oh, man. That's right. End of the second quarter was two. Two was a uh, two minutes left. Three minutes left. At the That's end of the right. second quarter, the Warriors call a timeout. They're like, "Yo, we got to stop this bleeding." And then the Jankiness jumped out. No, no, this was the third quarter. Sorry, I'm forgetting this. Oh, All right, okay. let's keep going with third quarter. Yeah, well, yeah, I was gonna say the second quarter. You're right. You're right. Because Nick Nurse did put on his thinking cap because he realized the offense wasn't really going. Let's just get size out there. Let's get some. You know, like he was putting uh, Ibaka and Mark on the floor. Oh yeah, that was the two big, two yep. bigs. 
And oh. immediately when he put that lineup out there, Serge gets an offensive rebound for a putback. He was great. And the second like, quarter was really weird because the Raptors were playing the two bigs lineup, and then Golden State was playing Bogut, McKinney, and then uh, <laughs> Steph Clay and Draymond, which is just a really weird lineup to see on the court on both teams. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I've seen these fives play against each other at all. Like never. And you'll never see it again. And then I thought you were going to mention was because after a timeout with like about a minute 30 left, the Raptors went back to that box and won. And the Warriors yeah. were like, what? Wait, hold up. What? I thought that was the third quarter, though. No, that was the second quarter. It was the no, second quarter. Second. Right before halftime. They went to the box and won for three possessions. Okay. Um, and, and the Warriors got a shot clock could... violation. <laughs> They got like two, like uh, so. They got some free throws, and that's uh, that's it for three possessions. Yeah, they got two so free throws. That's pretty good. The Raptors defense. bring out the box and one. The Warriors get uh, the twenty-four second violation, or they lose the ball, whatever it was. Raptors get a stop, come down, they get free throws. They're like, all right, fuck this. We're gonna bring in a second shooter. They bring in Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook gets <laughs> next two plays, Quinn gets Cook. two open shots, breaks them both. Yeah, shout out Quinn <laughs> Cook, like, man. Shout out Quinn Cook. Shout dog. out Quinn Cook. The G League program alive and well. Quinn Cook tonight. It's, uh, Zero zero one one zero 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 zero. Get my oh. Sam Mitchell on, but so yeah, the so Raptors up, four, you know, down four at halftime. Come out third quarter, thirty-seven to twenty-one. And remember, this is the Warriors' time. How many times have we heard about the Warriors' third quarter? It's like, oh man, remember when they did that to Portland? Remember when they did that to Houston? And I'm just like, yeah. Teams suck. Those teams suck, man. Those teams straight up suck. All right, like yo, we just we just saw Austin Rivers basically saying like, yo, his team was tactically like impaired the entire series. Yeah, they're like, yo, when, uh, when are we gonna do something else against these guys? Like, yo, like legit garbage teams. He was like, yo, we have Chris Ball on our team. Do you think we'll make the conference finals? Are you serious? Like, yo, the Warriors. Oh man, no, no slander. Sorry, I'll hold it for later. I'll yeah, hold it. I'll hold it for later. after the series. Anyways, yep. Anyways, going into it. So the second half starts, and one of the things I saw was Kiyu Kawhi, and he did it at the beginning of the, the beginning of the game and at the beginning of the second half. And I'm pretty sure this had to do with just like his leg. So I think what I think was his idea was like, "Yo, I'm coming out of treatment. My legs are fresh right mm-hmm. out the gate. Yep. At the start of each half, let me go and get my shots." Because he went got a shot right away, took that three, checked, tested his yep. legs out, got that three off right at the beginning of the first first quarter. Comes in the second half, boom, takes his first two threes, bang, bang. Both of them were just leg checks. And the second one, if you see, he shot that one in momentum, so that gives you a little bit more lift. So he hit that one with lift, drains it, and then he had another pull-up uh, pull mid-range on McKinney, which he also hit. Uh, he, didn't, he, didn't, uh, he, didn't stop, he didn't do a two-foot stop into the, into the lift. He just, like, it was a one-foot uh, one lift, so he had momentum going into that mid-range shot. Gets you that little bit extra lift, bang, 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 three straight shots. It's like, boo. Right. Oh, boy. You're talking about the physical lift. I'm talking about yeah. the emotional lift because <laughs> Warriors up four at the third quarter, right? Come out of halftime. What's the first possession that happens? Warriors don't third. score. Raptors got on transition. Fred passes it out in transition to Kawhi. Three, bang. It's a one-point game. What happens? Third Warriors come back third. down. Draymond has the ball. Kawhi's just like, give me that ball. <laughs> and then runs the other way. And pulls up. And all of a sudden, Raptors are up. Hey, Kenny, there go that cyborg. Yep. I'll tell y'all, there go that cyborg. Man. God damn. And, uh, again, like, he just proceeded to lay the smack down on the Warriors. Like, whether it was driving to to get calls and stuff. You know what the crazy thing is? The Warriors decided, we're going to play Kawhi more in one-on-one situations. And I'm thinking, you guys have been great throughout throughout this series. By trapping and double-teaming Kawhi. Kawhi's had some 
uh, weird situations where he's taking some bad shots. He's had some turnovers, whatever. But the Warriors have been very successful double-teaming Kawhi Leonard. All of a sudden, they're like, well, we gave up too many open looks in the first half. Let's try single coverage on Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi has 17 points. Absolutely disintegrated. In the third quarter. And the best part is, like, the biggest stat that you got out of this game was Kawhi Leonard had zero turnovers. None. And he's been turning over the ball like crazy the last, like, yep. the first three games of the series. And, that, that, and that's, that's, that's what one happens thing when you get Iggy and Draymond coming at you. You know what I mean? Those guys are great help defenders. But he put him one-on-one, even Iguodala one-on-one on an island. I'm sorry, man. Iguodala, yo, bro, listen, you're more of an investor at this point than a basketball player. Like, yo, no, you can't do it. One-on-one, no, that's not that's not it. It's not going to fly. It's not going to be it. I thought Sean Livingston was more of an investor, but uh, yeah, sure. Mm. Was he? Well, yeah, he was acting like one today, wasn't he? <laughs> yo, speaking of investors, man, yo, the, the Warriors <laughs> fans around me were having a time. Listen, early in the first quarter, Kyle drives, gets the free throw line. Um, and I hear one fan scream out, yo, the guy should have pushed you harder. Speaking about, you know, Mark Stevens, the Warriors co-owner, which is first off trash behavior and then support for such trash behavior. Um, so that was pretty bad. And then later in, in the game, when Kyle got to the free throw line, um, and he was shooting two free throws, the, the one Warriors fan, a different Warriors fan turned around at this Asian, you know, um, Raptors fan. Actually, I couldn't even tell if he was a Raptors fan or not because I was assume it sounded like he was cheering for the Raptors, but he wasn't wearing a jersey, so I can't be one hundred percent sure. But he turned around and started screaming right in his face, um, just basically, you know, shut the f up, shut the f up, over and over and over again. And I was like, yo, I thought Mark Stevens was banned from the arena. So that was some Mark Stevens ass behavior right there. But I guess the lower bowl for the Warriors is mostly. Well, I mean, there's Raptors fans, and then there's you know Mark Stevens. Uh, Duplicates, duplicates. Anyway, that guy got uh, you know escorted out by security. So congratulations on playing yourself. You probably paid like probably two grand, a grand for that seat, and uh, you decided to leave early, which was smart actually, because you know you didn't get to see the Warriors uh, lose. But uh, anyway, third quarter, third quarter. What else happened in third quarter? Yo, um, I thought the Raptors just as a whole played really well. Kyle, I thought his playmaking throughout the game was phenomenal. Um, you know, Fred obviously hit some big shots. Mark finally came alive in the third quarter. Pascal, you know, did his thing, was was a little bit better than he was in the first half. Uh, and then Serge continued to be Serge. Yeah. Man, that was nuts. I, I can't believe Serge had 20 points. You see, that's just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> how do you give up 20 points to Serge Ibaka? <laughs> oh, my God. And they were not difficult points. Like, one thing I want to shout out, though, yo, Kyle Lowry. Oh, my God. Like, if there's no. one highlight reel that someone needs to go and cut up is all of Kyle, Ra- Kyle Lowry's, like, pick-and-roll bounce passes Yes, to the roll man. Because it's not even that he's, like, half a beat early. He's, like, a whole beat and a half early on that pass. Yep. Where it's, like, you feel like he needs to take another dribble before he throws that pass, and that pass is already gone. Yep. Like, he just flicks it into the perfect spot well before he's even turned the corner on, yep. on the hedge. And it's, like, damn. Like, my God. Like, because... He created at least three Sergi Baca roll buckets. And he created one Siakam roll bucket. Yep. And then, yeah, that was the third quarter was the sequence where Ibaka blocked McKinney, came down, and hit a three. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's right. Oh, my God. Yo, Serge, man. That's shameful behavior, letting Serge Ibaka hit a three, man. My God. Miss Enemy Sonde Millier. Mafuzi style. <laughs> That's right. I looked up the lyrics and my grade nine French is not good. But 
Serge, Serge Ibaka was phenomenal throughout the game. And then, yo, so the Raptors basically blow the game open in the third quarter. Um, and I thought, honestly, like, it, it wasn't just, like, great execution. It was also the Warriors defensively were just sloppy. Like, I don't know why you would play Kawhi in single coverage, but decide, oh, man, we got to trap Kyle Lowry. Like, word? Really? Kyle doesn't want to shoot. Kyle wants to slip the ball to Serge for to Mark, to to Pascal, to whoever else is in that pick-and-roll situation, and he wants to do that. But, you know, Raptors um, dominated the third quarter. And that's and, they, and the Warriors were really trying to shortcut their way to try and build the lead up. Because, like, it, yep. I'm not going to lie. It did feel like like they would hit a three. Like, like Clay would hit a three, it seemed like, at every opportunity in the third quarter. Like, yeah, he got free man. for a few of them. Yeah, he, and like, he hit them. And, like, when I was watching the game, it felt like, oh, crap. He hits that three. I'm like, god damn, we're down nine. I look at the score, we're down two. Mm. Or I look at the score, we're up one. Yep. And I'm like, man, we're we're right there. Like, even, like, the mood in this place is about to flip. Mm-hmm. And then you start oh, hearing flipped. it, or you start you start hearing like Raptors score. There's more Raptors cheers. Oh, uh, Warriors fans getting quieter and quieter as the third quarter rolls on. And then like the Raptors just put a shutdown. Like the final five minutes and thirty seconds. There was a five minute and thirty seconds stretch mm. in that third quarter, right? Yep. It was the fourth quarter, either the third or fourth quarter, where the Warriors did not score. None. And yo. You know how uh, you know how shout out Brian Windhorse and the uh, the the True Who podcast. It's it's pretty good. I like that podcast. Uh, apparently they got Zach Lowe for the post game one. So you know, listen to that one after this one. But um, you know how Windhorse likes to go on that uh, that rant about how oh you know like you know when you get into Scotiabank like there is a certain anxiety in that building when things go bad the fans really start getting quiet and it affects the players. That's what happened to the Warriors today because the only yep. time I actually heard the Warriors fans chant at all in the fourth quarter was because during free throws, during stoppages, you would hear, let's go Raptors from the section right behind the Raptors bench. And you would hear it throughout the arena and they would get maybe three or four choruses in before Warriors fans start chanting, let's go Warriors just to chant, just to drown it out. That was literally the only time I heard the Warriors cheer. Everything else, they were nervous. They were panicked. All these investors were like, yo, what, you know, what if the IPO doesn't come through? Like, you know, what, what happens? What happens? And, uh, well, that's what happens when you haven't played, like, a competitive team in, like, what, two years? And now it's finally like, hey, you don't have your, like, security blanket. That's... And, hey, it's like, oh, crap, we are not the more talented team. And, honestly, I think, like, it's just, it's been a shock to everybody who's been watching that's not north of the border mm. or not in the Eastern Conference. It's more, very much a Western Conference thing where people just did not realize Oh yeah, that, like, this, no, like, <laughs> it's not, the Warriors are not the same team without Kevin Durant by any stretch of the imagination. Imagine like, it that... should have been. It should have been very obvious. It's like if they don't have Kevin Durant, you just look at the rosters and you're like, the Warriors do not have five guys to defend the Raptors with. Mm. Who is their five man lineup that is going to guard the Raptors for 48 minutes? Like they just they're short, they're short a switchable big, yeah, that can go from one to five or one to four. Like yeah. they just don't have that guy, and they're short one offensive player where they cannot play any lineups where they have more than two guys who can shoot the ball. This, this is a fact. Like how, like how is that team gonna match up? Like we just watched the Sixers and the Bucks match up against the Raptors, and basically what the the type of lineups that the Warriors are putting up there are just like super sized, like just like more talented Orlando Magic lineups. Listen, that are the defense. It's it's really <laughs> pathetic, and it's like, how can you look at that matchup and say, oh, you know what, the Warriors are the better team? Mm. Can't count them out. Like we just watched two series where the Raptors took like down. Much better opponents. Yep. Listen, Much better opponents. Against the Sixers, the worst Sixer starter was Tobias Harris. 
That was the worst. It was either him or J.J. Redick, but I would say Tobias was worse in that series. But still, that's Tobias Harris, who the Clippers are going to resign for the max. That's, Tobi- <laughs> that's Tobias Harris, all right? The Warriors are throwing lineups out there with the corpse of Dra- with the corpse of DeMarcus Cousins, with Andre Godala average. Yo, Andre Godala is averaging seven points a game in the series, shooting twenty three percent from the three point line. DeMarcus Cousins is averaging six points a game. One of the worst defensive players I've ever seen in his current state. I'm I'm just saying he's better than this when he's healthy, but honestly, not by that much. And then they're putting out uh, Kavon Looney, who looks like Amir Johnson circa twenty fifteen. Uh, Alfonso McKinney, who, I mean, straight up is a, a success story, but also he was just in the Raptors G League system, and the Raptors were like, we're good. If you want to leave, we're, you know, we're happy for you, but we're good. Sean Livingston is on the brink of retirement. Quinn Cook is straight up and a G League. Sean Livingston, I thought, was having a really good game today because he hit jumpers sure. for, like, the first time in, like, three weeks. And then you look at the box score, he's a negative 14. And he had and two jumpers. Like, man. And he can't defend anybody. Like, bro, yeah, Kyle is torching him. Pascal like, is torching him. Kawhi is torching him. What are you going to do? Like, bro, they brought Andrew Bogut back from Australia for center depth. Like, Like, this guy retired two years ago. He's like, really? What are we doing here? Like, they were playing Zaza over him. Uh, They could have used Zaza. They could have used Zaza for the series. It's the only way they could have stopped Kawhi Leonard. Let's be real. What what team does Zaza play for? Detroit. You know, you know, because you know, oh, Dwayne Casey God. was like, "Let me see who the rest of the league." Oh yeah, let me get Zaza. Let me just, <laughs> just let me get Zaza, bro, man. It's been so it's been so long since like twenty eight other teams have played mm. that I don't even remember the rosters of those teams. It's like imagine not playing in June. Goddamn peasantry, yo, bro. Listen, just straight peasantry. This is this is great. <laughs> and then yo, save it for later. Save it for later. Save it for let's, later. Let's wrap up the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter happens. The Warriors, I think they figured out their offense a little bit more. They scored 25 points. You know, I thought, you know, uh, Curry was hitting some great shots. No slander to Curry whatsoever. He's an amazing player. Um, Clay was hitting shots. He's a warrior. Like, the fact that the guy's playing through a bad hamstring is just incredible. Like, first off, shout out Modern, you know, Medicine. All right. He's he's probably, um, uh, he's probably taking something to just get himself healthy. And you know what? Whatever, man. Just do what you can. He's on the floor. His team high 28 points. He was phenomenal. Steph had 27. He was phenomenal. But the Raptors, oh, they just kept executing. This is like, oh, Kawhi will hit a corner three. And then Kawhi will drive and hit Danny for a corner three. And, you know, Kyle will get some, you know, assists. And Serge will continue to score. And then Pascal will hit clutch free throws. And Fred will, you know, I mean, uh, I guess that's the most noteworthy thing in the fourth quarter was that uh, Livingston went, uh, drove to the rim um, hard. Serge met him at the basket, fouled him. And, um you know, Livingston on the follow through when his arm came down, his uh, elbow went straight into Fred's face, and Fred was bleeding. He lost a tooth. Um, he needed seven stitches. Uh, the Raptors somehow ruled he had no concussion, which, uh, you know, all right, maybe he doesn't, but maybe he does. Anyway, um, nevertheless, you know, you know who probably knocks really enjoyed, out of the game. You know who probably really enjoyed that play was Jeremy Roenick. Did you know the Stanley Cup play- playoffs are ha- finals are happening Bro, right now? Who the hell no is idea. Jeremy Roenick? Dog, I don't even know. But <laughs> apparently, at NBA players need to take notice. Oh, take notice of what? I, I, apparently, the Stanley Cup Finals are happening. The I did not know the that. Stanley Cup? <laughs> what the hell is know, that? Man. It's like a Larry O'Brien trophy, apparently. Uh-huh. But not. Is that like the Great I Cup? Slant. I'm not going to slander that. But on some reels, like, yo, Brett Van Vliet, yo, lost a tooth. Gets his second eye cut open. Mm. 
the warrior be? Listen, man. I mean, the only, only, a, only real warrior on the floor today, to be honest. Oh, man. Listen, Fred took Yo. a selfie after the game. It looked like Post Malone. God. He's mangled. He's mangled. But, uh, well, he was still hitting shots, you know? Buddy. And it's honestly, like, I'm. Like, I hope the Raptors do end up closing this out, and I hope they close it out in Game 5. I truly do think oh. they are going to because they've been the better team just flat out. Mm-hmm. I think, like, even if KD comes back, I think they close it out just because, like, A, I don't think KD's coming back. First off, KD's going to get on a five-and-a-half-hour flight. How the hell is that going to help his injury? How the hell is that going to help Klay Thompson's injury? How is that going to help any of these that doesn't help the injury. Like, yo, like, how – like, we've watched – like, how do you go from just, like, street clothes – to an NBA Finals elimination game yeah. and play well. Listen, Kevin, you want to come out here? You want to get guarded by Kawhi Leonard? Be my guest. Like, it's just not, like, I just don't, like, I don't think, I think they know it. I think the reporting has shown that they know it, that he's not going to play. I mean, listen. Even if he does play, I'm not terribly worried because what's his in, what's his stamina going to be? Because they're going to need him for 45 minutes. Yep. Is he really, does he have the stamina to play 40-plus minutes? And he's got to guard one up Pascal or Kawhi. So that's a hard assignment. It's not like he's just going to chill and guard Danny Green. Yeah, so I do think the Raptors are going to close it out in Game 5. I mm. honestly do hope so, which is, I think, the crazy part because, like, after Game 7 against Philly, that was the one where, like, it, that was a cathartic release, right, where it just, like, you're oh, like, yeah. holy crap, it's not over. Mm-hmm. Like, the play, like we're still going to be here. Yep. And then after Game 3 against the Bucks was when I felt it, where I was like, yo, we got this. Mm-hmm. Like, we can get this series – and then game five just cemented it, right? We're yep. like, yo, it's over. Yep. And Dog, you're going this to the was finals, game five against Milwaukee. Excited, Th- this was excited, game five against Milwaukee. Watch... Yeah, and then we get out to game one, and, you know, you win game one. Game one, it was like, I wasn't worried personally. Mm-hmm. I was watching, I was like, I felt confident. Same. And you win that game, and you're like, yo, we can do this. Oh, they're we just can a regular they're, team. They're, they're lacking. They're just lacking something. I mean, and in game two, you come out, and game two, it's like, you have this historic collapse. Yep, that's true. Right? That's true. Historic drought. Yep. Which, like, looking back, if the Raptors win this in Game 5, I don't mind that. Yeah, whatever. Because it would have really sucked to win this championship in Oracle. Oh, man. Well, I was going like, to say. The scene, the scene after a Game 5 championship, like, just to think about it. Like, they came out with the trophy after after Game 6 against the Bucks to Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, and actually it was funny because uh, security had ushered people out, so yeah. it, I don't know if they was risk there. it after game game five, but imagine they just start a parade from midnight. I mean, listen, goddamn. Okay, first off, so before every game, um, the PR staffs uh, of the NBA they prepare like notes for people, and you can look through it, and it has cool stats like, oh, the Warriors haven't lost a game one twelve straight games. Why well, actually that mm, that got that got. That got yeah, that got snapped. Anyway, so they, you know, they, they give you this sheet. It's like a booklet. It's got a whole bunch of stats in there. It helps people, you know, on the broadcast. It helps people on their articles, you know, just, you know, it saves people time. They do the research. Uh, one of the things that stood out from the booklet was um, the Raptors had somehow, uh, uh, apparently the Raptors had 34 Jurassic Parks across the country. That's actually uh, false. The Raptors have 35 Jurassic Parks. One of them is at Oracle Arena. And uh, <laughs> I was I was at the game. I was at the game. Um, I was wrapping up uh, in my section, which was in the lower bowl. And normally, I would go down to the you know event area, and then I would go you know sit at the podium and you know watch Nick Nurse answer questions, watch Kawhi answer questions that you know clearly he's not going to uh, 
indulge in the storyline, things like this. Normally, that's what I would do. Usually, the media, the game ends, the media is all rushing towards there. Today, I was like, you know what? I could watch this on YouTube. I could watch this on Yahoo Sports Canada. Shout out. Ahmed's got this video right now. Keyshawn's probably got the video right now. I'm just going to go to the court, and uh, I just want to see the scene. I just want to see the scene. Maybe get, like, one or two social videos. And then I'll, you know, I'll make my way to the podium, and we'll, 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 we'll see what's going on there. The Raptors fans there. First off, there were probably about mm, 400 fans, I would say. Uh, enough to fill about two sections of I've the gotta arena. Say, I've got I've to gotta say, like, you were talking about how, like, fans at Oracle were leaving early. Yeah, uh, I got to say, I find that weird because I don't know why they'd have to beat traffic since like most of the fans stayed in the arena after the game anyway. So even if you left after the game, you could have like easily gotten out. That's true. Uh, yeah, like most of the fans stuck around for like 30 minutes after anyways, right? 30, 40 minutes. At least half the arena. People chanting. Um, super fan Nov, you know, being mobbed by the crowd, blowing kisses to the crowd. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, I mean, the scenes, uh, the scenes were incredible, man. The, the Mount Raptors fans, you know, like it's not even just like singing Oh Canada. That's that's done. You know what the next level of patriotism is? Chanting CBC at CBC reporters. <laughs> they saw, I believe it was Nathan Downer of the CBC with his mic that has the CBC logo on it. And they they started chanting CBC. Um, I mean, it was it was a wild scene. People were crazy. Listen, Jurassic Park number 35 that was only 35 in the building. I'll say that much. But anyway, it was an incredible scene. Um, you know, shout out Shankar, obviously in the crowd. Uh, shout out Ravi. Um, just like, I mean, I, you know, the fact that like, I actually know some people that were in that crowd was just, it was surreal. Just like, you know, I, I, I'm standing on the court. I'm looking at these, these fans. They're chanting like crazy. Like they're literally, they didn't stop until warrior security decided, all right, we got to break up this mob. We got to tell people to go home. And even then, people were still chanting. And this was like a good 40 minutes after the game. So, shout out Raptors fans, man. Shout out Raptors fans. Um, shout out UW for sending so many graduates out to Silicon Valley. So, to, uh, not only are they here geographically, but they have the finances to do yo, so. And actually, yo, shout out to Silicon Valley for deciding that they weren't going to pay American labor. So, they were going to get cheaper Canadian labor, labor and fly them out. Listen, shout out so, to... Yo, thank you for giving them the means to go to these overpriced games. Yes, for sure. For sure. Like... Listen. Hey man, at least these fans, at least these fans from uh, Toronto, at least these fans got their money's worth. You know, they didn't uh, leave the last game of Oracle Arena early. Because that's what it, was happening. That's, that's what was happening. People were clearing out en masse as the Raptors carried out. Um, this is so nuts, man! Like the Raptors comeback. literally are one game away from an NBA championship. I can't believe it, man. I can't. It's it's all surreal. Like. Just speaking like from where the season started to where you're at now, mm. like it's 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 unbelievable. Like, yo, remember watching Kawhi go to work in that first half against Utah, and you're like, oh, I mean, I know this is preseason, but this <laughs> boy is boy different. different. <laughs> he was getting like a bucket every time, and I was like, oh, this is different. I know this is Derek Favors at thirty percent, you know, just going through the motions, but this is different. Uh, who was it? Kyle Collinsworth. Uh, started the game because he's from Utah and he was on the summer league squad or something. And like watching like the in arena like camp oh, feed of the Pelicans, the Pelicans game. game. Yo, did you watch that? 
Yes, roasting. Here's the thing: it wasn't even on League Pass. You had to go to a streaming site where they had a direct in arena feed because it wasn't televised. It wasn't anywhere. Literally, it was like the 50 people that were there, you know, at Smoothie King Center watching this game. And what they saw was and the Pelicans, by the way, they started their whole starting five for the fifth game of preseason. And the Raptors were playing the second half of back-to-back. And they didn't even send half their guys. They just said, Pascal, go out there with, like, OG and Malcolm Miller. And Pascal like, what, was giving... What's that? He dropped, like, 32 or 26 in, like, three quarters or something, right? And most of those were on AD. And it was like, oh, word. This man is not gonna only going to win the starting power forward spot for the Raptors, but he's going to win most improved player. And, uh... oh, man. Get a bunch of uh, all NBA votes. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then JV goes down against the Warriors, and the Raptors said, "You know what? As a payback, we're going to trade JV for Marcus Saul, and we're going to see you again in the finals, and we're going to see what's up." And yo, and that's another thing. Shout out to Marcus Saul. Serge got his fifth foul in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and that was when the Warriors were still in like that eight to eleven point. I think Steph hit a three yep. to make it eight points. The Raptors come down. They trap Kawhi. They swing it to Gasol. Gasol swings it to the quarter of Lowry. Uh, I think Iguodala switches over. Lowry drives hard, kicks it back out to Gasol. End of the shot clock. Or is mm. that Fred kicked it to him? Whatever, however it worked out. Fred kicks it to him. End of the shot clock. And he just nails a three. And I think it's like his second shot since stubbing in because he had missed the earlier three. Yep. And boom, back up to 11. And it's like, man, Gasol has not played for, I think, a solid like yeah. 20 minutes of like real time at that point. Mm-hmm. Because Ibaka closed out the third and started the fourth. And it's like, man. Well, I think they're going to hit get that more- shot. Like, it's a big shot. And, like, Mark was not playing well to start the game offensively, at least, by any stretch of the imagination. Like, the duel was just not there. Um, he did dunk the ball, though. Surprisingly enough. Every time Marc Gasol dunks, I get surprised. Yes, me too. But right now, Marc Gasol has more hops than DeMarcus Cousins. And that is Yo. a fact. That is factual. Um... I mean, look, um, this is what I said on top. I'm going to say it again. Uh, right now, with the two teams the way they are, raps are better. Raps are better. And we, we knew that. That's the crazy part. This is like, what I'm This should have been known. Listen, like, who was saying the... raps in five? Who was saying raps in five? I mean, I was saying it as a joke, but I, I also believed it. <laughs> raps in five. Like, I told a lot of people raps in five before this series started. Hmm. Well, I'm like, look, if they don't have KD, it's raps in five. If they have KD, it's still raps in five. Okay, relax. Like, relax. Nah, if they have KD healthy, this will be worse. And... Nah. Eight. Nah. Remember what Steve Cursor raps in eight? <laughs> Hilarious <laughs> joke, Steve. Hilarious. Raps Funny joke, eight. man. That's such a good joke. Great it's, joke, it's, it, I think I think the, it's going to be really surreal. If, if they close it in game five, I think what you're going to see from the Warriors is going to be really surreal because af- every press conference. Oh, yeah. Like you've seen them. They, they haven't – it hasn't settled in for them that like they could lose yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can just tell. Like they're very at ease, which like they should be. Yeah, of course, of course. But I don't think they understand yet how close they are to losing. Yep. And I think you started to see it at the end of this game where they kind of realized like, oh, crap. They're like, oh, shit, we need to win this game, and uh, oh, we, we blew it. Yeah, where there's only four minutes left, and they're like, yo, we're down 13. Mm. Shit. And, man, yeah. I, 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 st- I still can't believe it. Like, I, like After game three, I realized, I'm like, we're going to win this series. And it was like, like this entire day today, I just felt nothing. Like, mm-hmm. no fear. Just confidence. Like, through, it wasn't even like, it was like, 
you'd already reached an acceptance like yo it's gonna happen and monday might be the craziest day of like i don't think that guy still can't fathom it i'll be honest like i keep talking i really don't know what these words coming out of my mouth are because i just i can't even fathom what that would be like for them to win it um yeah and no, let's let's not because that's it. Of... Like, yo, you win a championship, the season is over. Yeah, me too. I'm still not fully ready for the fact that we don't have a Raptors game every other day on TV to watch. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have that rallying point. But you know, uh, for a title, we still got the the parade and stuff like that. So look, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Though, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not talk about that. Um, the Raptors, obviously, they got to come home. They got to focus. They got to clear it out. They got to close it out. One thing I really liked. Players coming off the court for the Raptors. Nobody's no, nobody's making no jokes. Nobody was doing nothing. Uh, they asked Kyle Lowry about his mindset going into Game Five. You know, he's like, "Yo, I haven't done anything yet. We haven't done anything yet." You know what I mean? It's laser focus. And when Kawhi came to the podium, you know, Kawhi was doing his usual. I mean, he's not even doing. He was just being. And there's good reason for it, right? Like yeah. you're looking at this team. You got like Kyle Lowry. Like Kyle Lowry, they, he's lost literally cons- over and over and over again. Yeah. In, in the Eastern yep. Conference Finals, you've got you've got Marcus All. Like you can go like these are like this is all the dead bodies like that the Warriors have left. Mm. Their first their first championship. Yeah, they killed Marcus All in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, yo, they killed Grit and Grind. Memphis was up two one. Memphis was up two one. Yeah, and they decided, yo, we're just gonna throw uh, Bogut on uh, oh, Tony yeah. Allen. Bogut on Tony Allen, and we're just gonna embarrass this and call it a day. And they whipped them in six. They won three in a row. Ripped them off. Marcus All probably hasn't played significant playoff basketball since. And he got like eight coaches fired. You know what? Never mind. Yeah. Never, never mind. Never no. mind. And then, and then the next year, and that, so that was the first year of Golden State's run. They killed Marcus All, who's on this team now, mm. with a chance to win a championship. Then the, the, the following year, Serge Ibaka, his OKC team's up 3 1. They're up, they were up 3 1 on this Golden State 73 win team. Yep. This core of Draymond, Steph, yep. Clay, Iguodala, Bogut, Steve Kerr. Livingston, like six of the guys that are on that team are on that team right now. Yep. A lot older, of course. Oh, they old. Serge's been here. Serge has been literally in this spot before. Yes. And then that was his last significant game because yes. he got traded after they lost that to Orlando. To Orlando, and now he's finally back in this spot, and he gets a chance to win a ring. Mm. And then you've got Kawhi Leonard, who literally had like his career flash in front of his eyes because, because you got to the Golden State that he was whipping. He was whipping them. 26 points in 24 minutes. And then they dirtbag cheap shot him out of the series. Yep. Whether he admits it or not, probably pissed off. And then Danny Green, he had to play him twice in a row. He got whipped yeah. by him two years. First, he watches them take out Kawhi Leonard. Then he yep. gets, like, what, the gentleman sweep? Mm-hmm. Like, man, like, this is like a team filled with dudes who have just, like, been, had to Looking take the for revenge. God. <laughs> yeah, no, I should have let you do that. You're the better singer. Oh my god. That's it's insane. Man, I don't even know what to say. You know, I, I will say one thing. Shout out Golden State for I don't even remember this. Twenty thirteen in November. Raps were on the road because they always go on the road in the West in early November or December. Twenty thirteen. The team wasn't playing well. They had just had that game where like Drudy Gay shot thirty seven times against Houston, which we went from Rudy Gay shooting 37 times to Kyle Leonard shooting 13 times. We deserve this. Anyway, Raptors go into Golden State. I think they were up like 27 points. And then they blow the whole thing. They blow the whole thing. And a couple of days later, 
Rudy Gay gets traded. The Raptors go on this. You know, I mean, they wanted to tank. They wanted to tank. They're about to trade Kyle Lowry. Apparently, Iman Shumper had like a, a hot month, and they were like, we can't trade Iman Shumper for Kyle freaking Lowry. And then the Raptors win 48 games that year. They turn it around, and uh, they launch this entire way to North run, and now we're here a couple years later. But and, and without yo, that, that blowout people, loss, I mean, without forget. that loss to Golden State, I'm telling you. you people know, forget after the trade, yeah, we beat the Lakers. That was a good win. But we also beat OKC yo, on that trip. Yo, shout out Amir Johnson OKC. one time. In that game against the Lakers, he was amazing. Yeah, Amir Johnson killed the Lakers, and then we beat OKC in OKC. Yes. We did shout out Serge Ibaka. Shout out Kevin Durant. Shout out Russell Westbrook. We mm. beat them. Yeah, that's true. And then it became this. this we is beat nuts. Indiana. I remember that game. Terrence Ross was like snapping against. He, he I didn't say he outplayed Paul George, but uh, he was incredible. I think he had like six threes in that game and guarded Paul George, you know. Hey, yo, honestly, like 2019, Paul George, Terrence Ross both out in the first round. So mm, tough. Makes you think. Playoff P. I mean, look, I'm not a big fan of the Spicy P nickname, but Playoff P is objectively worse. Yeah. Yeah. Good God. Oh, my God. I can't. Uh, I'm sorry. This makes for terrible podcast. No, I literally is... don't have words for this. Like, God damn. No, this is honest. The whole point of the podcast is to capture a emotional point in time uh, in the immediate aftermath of what happened. And um... by the way, breaking report. All right. I'm going to read this to you from Joe Varden of The Athletic. Quote, the team most associated with Leonard as far as a landing spot in free agency are the Clippers. Their confidence in Leonard picking up, picking them in a few weeks has been reportedly high for much of the year. But league sources said over the last few days, the Clippers are seeing what we're seeing. Leonard leading the team for which he currently plays to the brink of its first NBA title. The Clippers, whose sources said, feel confident Leonard will answer the phone when they call on June 30th. But beyond that, there is no way to know what impact Leonard's finals run will have. Those sources said the Clippers spend most of their time in meetings preparing for scenarios in which he doesn't come to Los Angeles. End quote. You'll love to see that. You just you That's just so love to pathetic. read things like that. Yo, how pathetic is it that like like I I thought LA teams would learn by now. Mm. Not to spend the entire goddamn season talking about how you're going to get a player. Uh, like you just watched the Lakers do that for like 5 years in a row and not land anybody. Well, the Clippers are the discount, super discount Lakers, so like, you know, it's not God. a surprise they would do this. That's so pathetic. Like no, you geez. think you think Lawrence Frank spent a whole winter in Toronto and a really brutal winter at that weather-wise. Just to not get Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> you think you think Lawrence Frank is looking in his closet and he's like, I got boots in here. I got like a Canada Goose jacket. I got like a bunch of sweaters. I got some gloves. And he's like, I, I don't need any of this. I, I live in Los Angeles. And I was sent, I was dispatched to watch Kawhi Leonard have great games for the Raptors and then stay with the Raptors. It's it's unfortunate. I'm just saying, if you're Lawrence Frank, like it's it's uh, wild that, man. that like like the Clippers really have like Jerry West on his iPad, like refreshing the New Balance site, trying to buy all the fun guy <laughs> T-shirts. Like, that's pretty pathetic that they have him doing that. Know what I mean, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I wonder what their scenarios they're they're discussing. Um, Steve Ballmer using his Microsoft resources to set up bots yeah. to buy out all of New Balance's stock. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Oh man, Steve Ballmer on his Windows phone trying to call Messiah, on, you know, text Messiah on BBM, it's not working. <sighs> it's great. God. It's a great feeling. Remember when the Clippers were like, "Yo, 
I don't care that we lost in the first round. We took two games off the Warriors. Listen, man, three is more than two. And here's the thing. Who cares? Yeah. If the Raptors, if the Raptors who win this all, who Straight cares? up, who cares? Cool. Who Congratulations, dog. Imagine bragging about a first-round exit. Just like, imagine. Honestly, I'm gonna, I want a DVD. I, 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 will, I will buy like a physical Blu-ray that mm-hmm. has every single game of this season saved on it and just watch it for the next 60 years of my life. Yes. I don't need to see another NBA season after this if this happens. Oh, I mean, all right. I mean, so who cares? Next year, who cares? Dog, this next... is all we... you listen. do because you need a job. I get it. Listen, but next... honestly, I could just do... I could spend the next like six. Honestly, yo, why don't we just do reaction podcast of us rewatching uh rewatching this Raptors season? <laughs> that's that's don't yo don't spoil my August content, please. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? You doing binge mode, buddy? <laughs> Me and Sean Woodley on the uh, rewatchables. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's good time. Get to the man. last game for the finals, and you both start crying. Yeah, listen, I, I've I already cried after uh, the Milwaukee game. Um, if you uh, watch uh, a YouTube channel that I may or may not have, I may or may not have said multiple things in that uh, in that video that you may or may not find on YouTube under yeah. my actual name. But I'll be on game seven. Game seven against the Sixers with two minutes left. I had to get off my couch. I had to walk to the kitchen and just like like find myself a napkin because I was tearing up. I thought it was over. I really like deep down, I'm like holy crap, it's gonna be over. Like I was stressed, nah. like I had stressed years, and I was like, damn, I can't believe where we're at. This is crazy. This is crazy. Um, let's go to three stars, all right? Because the series is not over. Raptors are out to go home in five, but I will say that the Raptors have a good chance to close out in five, and I think you agree. Three stars. Number one, Kawhi Leonard, thirty-six points in forty minutes and thirty-four seconds. Eleven of twenty-two from the field. Five of nine from the three-point line. Nine of nine from the free throw line. Twelve rebounds. Boardman gets paid. Two assists. Four steals. Zero turnovers. Plus thirteen. One of the best finals performances in history. Yo, and shout out Kawhi for trying to behind the behind the back, like just like behind his head. He just tried to throw up a layup in the first quarter. Where he's just like, oh, man, I'm not getting this foul call. Screw it. I'm not going to kick it out. Let me just try to toss it over my head and hopefully get it in. He did that in a finals game, man. Bro, he's had a, he's had as many 30-point outings now as Kobe and MJ. What's crazy is I think the odds on the over-unders on him was like 29.5 over-under Kawhi scoring. And I'm like, yo, over. Like, how is Kawhi not going to score 30 points? He he scores twelve at the free throw line for free, like every game. For real, like yo, the only time Kawhi scores under thirty points is when the Raptors win and they have like thirty five assists. This is the only time because he has to sit early and you know they're trapping him and he's passing the ball. Thirty six points for Kawhi, number one star. Um, who you got for second star? Second star, Serge Ibaka, boss. Oh yeah, like, yeah come yeah. on, definitely. Mafuzi, yo, good goddamn twenty points. What do you have? Six rebounds, two blocks. Yep. And I think he had an assist in this game too, which is nuts. Yo. Sorry, four rebounds, an assist. Oh, beautiful. Listen. Two uh, blocks. Nine of twelve. Listen. Nine of twelve. At one point, I think Kalari found Serge rolling to the rim. And Draymond fully helped and was about to block Serge. And you know what Serge did? He kicked it to the wide open corner shooter. And, you know, unfortunately, Pascal missed a shot. But that has to be the first time I've seen Serge actually make an extra pass instead of shooting the ball on the roll. That's how good it was, man. That's how good it was. Oh, my God. 
And shout out, yo, oh my God, random play, just remembered. Uh, and just because there was another, it was another Serge Ibaka play, right? Or was it Gasol? Where they kicked it out to Laut, like, Leonard got trapped. He kicked it out to whoever the big was in the middle. Mm. I think it was Serge. It was Serge. Yep. Serge kicks it to the wing to Lowry. Lowry looks off to the dunker spot because Iguodala has to come over, and that's where Siakam is, and then whips the pass right back to Serge at the top of the free throw line for the free roll to the rim. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, what a freaking pass. This is a great oh, team effort, man. Just a yeah. great game. So who's the third star in this game? I'm guessing it's Lowry. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. You know what's uh, crazy? I can't believe Pascal finished with 19 points. Oh, yeah. Well, he stat-padded in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's, that's true. Obviously, honestly, I, I thought Fred and Kyle both played amazing. Yeah. Um. So let's just give it to the collective point guard position for the Raptors. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. I mean, Fred, eight points, four rebounds, six assists. Uh, plus yeah, twelve. It's crazy how it's minutes. crazy how our point guards have a combined two working thumbs. That that is true. Yeah, like if they they could they couldn't they couldn't beat you in PlayStation right now, but they could beat you in basketball. And uh, Kyle, ten points, seven assists, two rebounds, three steals. Yo, there was one play by the way. I gotta shout out Kyle in the fourth quarter. There, I think the ball had been like dumped down to Looney underneath the rim, and he was about to go up for a layup, and Kyle literally dove. And swat and like poked the ball from his hands and prevented the layup and it went out of bounds. And oh yeah, yeah, the it, one it, where it, he stepped out of bounds while he's poking it out. Yeah, so they called the out of bounds. It, it's oh not. It's God. not a steal and it's not a block and it's nothing. It's just, you know, an inbound play. It doesn't get recorded in the box score whatsoever. That's the kind of shit that Kyle Lowry does every also, single yo, day. And and shout out that one in the first half where Kawhi just like swatted a pass out of the air directly to Kyle. Yes. Yo. <laughs> to transition. He's just like, get yeah. this out of here. That was the fourth just quarter, man. The Warriors were getting sloppy in the fourth quarter. Oh my and god. Uh, honestly, the Raptors offense in the fourth quarter was just the Warriors are gonna screw up and we're gonna hit an open shot. Period. Yeah, and then Steph just started playing desperate. He started like randomly helping off on defense, leaving Danny Green open for God knows why. Yeah. Man, what a goddamn game. What a game. Yo. Also, yo, just uh, talking about PlayStation earlier, yo, uh, if you're out there, apparently you can get 2K for like $2.99 right now. So if you guys want, get 2K and you can add me and Will and we will play you guys over the summer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Why for not? Vol- thanks for volunteering my time, guys. Yeah, I will yeah. be on there. Yeah. Shout out Tangent Poppy. All right. Um, the, the, the Gerald Henderson Award. I would give it to Looney, but I thought in the second half Looney was really poor. So what I'm actually going to do is give it to Clay, and you know it's like the same thing. I gave Steph the Joe Henderson Award after Game Three, and that was no disrespect whatsoever. I love watching the Splash Brothers. I love it. I, just any basketball fan has to love watching these guys. But I mean, realistically, Clay under the conditions that he came in today, where he had to uh, just be a badass Yo, and play through this one, hamstring that injury. One third quarter or fourth quarter three that Clay hit, yeah, where. He got the ball on the right wing. He pump fakes the first defender off. Mm-hmm. They, he comes around the screen. Siakam switches onto him. He pump fakes Siakam one way. Siakam standing flat. He just like Clay just shifted his, shifts his weight from the right to the left and then takes a shot. Sensational. Shooter, there. And it was like, bro, he had to like he threw off three defenders. Basically, he had to, a pump fake on the catch, goes around the screen, does a head fake. Takes another dribble, gets Siakam going one way, head fakes, switches, 
feet sw- like move, shifts his weight back over and then nails a shot in his eye. And yeah. I'm like, God damn, man. He is so good, man. Just a ba- a badass performance by Clay Thompson. And, and honestly, I'm giving the Gerald Henderson award to him because he was the only warrior tonight that deserved to win. 11 of 18 from the field, 6 of 10 from the three-point line. Um, You know, just an incredible performance by Clay and super gutsy. And uh, it's, you know, we'll see what happens when he's on a plane for about five and a half hours going back to Toronto. And we'll see, uh, you know, if his health improves or doesn't improve. But, I mean, seriously, that was an incredible showing by Clay, and I just have so much respect for the guy. And then the Patrick Patterson Award. Got a couple candidates here. Iguodala, three points. Ooh, three points, man. Meanwhile, his defensive assignment, Kawhi Leonard, 36. And uh, that's a, that's an option. I thought Draymond played a poor game. You know, that's an option there. DeMarcus Cousins, obviously, with a very poor game. I mean, who are you giving the Patrick Patterson Award to? Man, I don't even know. They played so badly. Like, who are you going to give it to? Like, Frick. Alfonso McKinney only played eight minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, you know what? We talked about Alfonso a lot. Alfonso, I'm sorry, man. Listen, man, listen. You and like, Jama Mahalela got to get back together. 30 seconds. I felt like he just, every time he was out there, he just was the, the center of every play. Yeah, I can't believe only eight minutes. That's nuts. You know what's wild to me? Like, I swear that the Warriors were starting Damian Jones as center at some point in the last series or something, and he didn't even play. Jonas Jurebko did not even play. Today, no. Like they have so. How random is their life? Yo, what Bob Myers? What the hell was he doing? Seriously, as a general manager, it's it's like unforgivable. What is their construction. Oh, and when did the Warriors ever get a bio guy? You know what I mean? Like championship teams always had a bio guy. Like look at the yeah, honestly, it's just a lot of championships getting bio guys. Where where are the bio guys on this team? Like, yo, like how do you, how do how do they not get Jody Meeks? How did they okay. not end up with Jeremy Lin? Like, not that he's any use, but, you no, know. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, come on. What do you mean? What do you mean? Hey, yo, if you actually check basketball reference right now. You know how much money Jeremy Lin is making for the Raptors right now? Just by being on the You team? know Jeremy Lin has a zero offensive rating apparently right now in the finals? Wow. So we're talking stats, huh? What I don't about think the games should... we put in the finals? Did we win or not? 100% win percentage <laughs> in the finals. How's that for a stat? Jeremy. But yeah, like honestly, I don't understand how the Warriors like I like I would love to see and go back like to their free, like did like they still could have given the vet minimum, right? They still could have given the mini mid level, right? The taxpayer mid level or whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, how did they get nobody? Like, what do they end up giving Boogie? They, they gave, gave Boogie him- like five mil. They gave Boogie the money that they were paying to Nick Young. God damn! How the hell did they end up with so much garbage on their roster? Well, Bob Myers is a uh, – I mean, he's done a great job building this team, no doubt. But then KD walks into your lap and, like, you know. I, okay, I don't know how good of a job he did building this team. Let's be really, really honest with him. Like, because he came in – who did they draft? Like, who did he draft? I think he drafted the whole team. Did he? Well, I mean, not Steph and not Clay, but the rest of the guys. So he drafted Draymond. Oh, bro, Festus Which is the they elite. got lucky with. They got lucky with Draymond because they didn't even think Draymond was anything, and then they got they lucked out in that final, in that play, the first playoff run. But like, oh crap, we have something here. Great. 
they literally lucked into KD. Like, they just happened to have salary cap space for him. Yeah, KD like, decided like, to join the team. Yeah, that's, KD decided to join them. The same way the Lakers did nothing. I can't believe – Oh, yeah, by the way, shout out William Liu for giving Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka the executive of the Yo, year. Yo, bro, why you got to expose like this? Year? Why you got to expose? Dog, I, I still can't believe you did that. Why, why you got to expose? Listen to Pound the Rock. Still. <laughs> still. Support my guys. We're basically – like, like to give guys executive review just because like guys make lifestyle decisions. Like KD wanted to move to San Francisco because he thought it was popping and wanted to get his rings. Like Bob Myers, I don't know if he actually did anything. Like who has he filled the roster with? Like name one person off the Warriors bench over the last like three or four years that is like like oh that's a shrewd pickup. Uh, I mean, like they didn't get one good ring chaser. Like David Lee is their best ring chaser. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know why this turned into a, a Bob Myers slander podcast, but I will say that first off, the Warriors players have been pretty happy over the years. Um, you know, he's dealt with that. All right, he got Draymond and Clay to sign cheap extensions. He got Andre Iguodala on the team. He's done some work. He's done some work. He he got Sean Livingston, and you know, like obviously, this sounds inconsequential now because those guys are kind of old but like come on those guys were championship pieces oh by the way who, you know who else uh i saw on the court today leandro barbosa and a super fan now uh you know hugging each other which i thought was a very random scene but i was very happy to see it um shout out raptors legend leandro barbosa yo he was like our best shooting guard for a long time i'm not even kidding you when i say like, he's like, is he, he, like he's a t- he's top five shooting guard in raptors history right he took 18 shots a game as a raptor I- he was legit good as a Raptor, which is sad. I don't even know if he was actually good, but he was like a... Oh, sorry. Uh, that's not 18 shots per game. Sorry. He didn't play that many minutes. He, But per 36 minutes in the 42 games that Leandro Barbosa played for the Raptors, he you shot... He only played 42 games? He only played 42 I games for the Raptors. Oh, my God. I remember so much of him, though. He, per 36 minutes, he shot 17.3 shots per game. These are field goals, not just assists. Or not, not just feel free throws or shooting percentages and stuff like that. No, not shooting possessions. 17.5 actual field goal attempts per 36 minutes. And then after the Raptors featured him as a major part of the offense, he got traded to Indiana for like a 55th round pick. Seriously, that's 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 all we got for devoting half the season to empowering Leandro Barbosa, and Barbosa did nothing for Indiana. That was also the year, I think Indiana added someone else that year. I forget who it was, but it didn't really work out that great for Indiana. Man, it's crazy what our roster is right now. We had like I just remember we had Mikael Mikael Petrus on our team, didn't we? We had Mikael Petrus on the team. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah, the Raptors. I mean, we we came a long way, man. We came a long way. That that twenty eleven twenty twelve roster from start to finish on basketball reference: Solomon Alibi, Alan Anderson, Leandro Barbosa, Andre Bonani, Jared Bayless, Rasul Butler, Jose Calderon, Anthony Carter. Remember him? That was cool. Uh, Ed Davis, Justin. Dentman, DeMar DeRozan, Gary Forbes, Aaron Gray, Amir Johnson, James Johnson, Linus Claysa. We had Claysa. Gary Forbes? We had Gary Forbes. We had Linus Claysa. We had Jamal McGlure. Uh, not as a coach. As a as player. As a player. And Ben Uzo. Oh, man. Who was, the, oh, we had Sebastian Telfair as a point guard at one point. And I remember that yes. because Sebastian Telfair the had, the best, he had the best three-point on 2K. So I'd always start him. <laughs> oh my god! It would be him, like Terrence Ross, Rudy Gay, Bar DeRozan, and it would just be throwing full court lobs. Shout out two K twelve. Um, 
By the way, that that 2011-2012 season, that final game of the year, that was the Ben Uzo game where he had that like super trash triple double, and Solomon Alibi had like what do you have twenty? No, nineteen rebounds off the bench. Solomon Alibi. Um, but the Dog, imagine playing your last game of the season in like April. Yeah, that's tough. And imagine <gasps> playing to lose so that you have better lottery odds. And the Raptors ended up playing themselves out of the sixth pick, which they could have used on Damian Lillard. Um, but instead, they got to the eighth pick, and they lost a coin flip, by the way, between the Warriors and the Raptors. And the Warriors got Harrison Barnes, and the Raptors got Terrence Ross. So, anyway, those are dark times. The Raptors obviously are on the brink of the finals. Let's not let's not think about these uh, these past grievances aside. Yo, and honestly, shout out to the Raptors for being able to just focus on the next game, because clearly we can't. No, we really can't. We're jumping <laughs> ahead of ourselves. You try to. I really can't stop. I know, I know, but listen, they, they're they really going to do this thing, man. And, like, I, I, I wrote about it after the game, too. I was like, listen, what it will take to get the Warriors to come back in this series would be something of a miracle. They would either need the Raptors, who have the most unflappable superstar of all time, to somehow choke. Out of character. But maybe that's it. That, probably that it would take an injury. Like, it would like take the Raptors that. would need an injury. And I'm not The Warriors right now. would need to really win game five yep the raptors would need an injury and then game six like they would even if they won game six they'd still have to come back and win a game seven yeah and they have to On, somehow have kd walk through that door perfectly healthy and the finals mvp form it's a lot it's a lot like it, it's it, a lot it, like the mood the mood a hundred percent like this team you look at them play and it looks like the end of a dynasty like that's this is what an end of a dynasty roster looks like. You have like these all time greats mm. who just can't seem to like click at the same time. Yeah, you've got like these guys who've kind of aged out and they never see it coming, and you don't see it coming. Like this is what the Lakers roster looked like when they got destroyed by Dallas, where it's like, yo, nah, we can win this. Don't worry. It's like, oh, it's Kobe, Kobe at the post game. So it's like, just gotta win four games. And then it's Pedro Stojakovic hitting a bunch of threes. In this case, it's and it's over. And then it's just over, right? Like and Miami the same thing heat. happened I with mean, Miami. They're like, no, nah, we can games. win. They're up. They were just wrapped up. Like it's like, oh, yeah, Dwayne Wade's knee. It doesn't matter how much of a superstar you were. You're not going to be able to break that injury. You're not going to conjure enough to win this. Mm. Like I don't care how great LeBron James is or how great Steph Curry is right now. The team is just depleted. It's over. You've got like two guys who are ready to retire on your roster. Yeah, right. You're bringing out like aged guys like out of retirement. Whether it's Haslam. Or whether it's Bogut, Bogut like, from like, Australia. This, this is what the roster looks like. This is what the roster looks like These when are you're facts. These are not slander. This is fact. We're gonna we're all, listen. We're gonna keep the slander. Uh, we will do the slander. Honestly, oh, I yeah. think after the Raptors, you know, when when the season is over, I think I might do a podcast telethon that's gonna be like five hours, five <laughs> separate podcasts. Where I have too many people in my life that I want to call and speak to. Um, and you know, you and Sahal are gonna be on the slander pod for sure. But like. Uh, this is not 20, the slander pod. A just twenty-nine yet. team slander pod. Honestly, it's on the table. It's it's gonna take some time, but listen, the 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 uh, Atlanta Hawks are gonna have it. They're they're gonna get it for sure. Yeah, Torian <laughs> Prince, my pick for most improved player. How dare you? How dare you not come through? <laughs> that was a flex. I saw him like drop like twenty-five points on like Pau Gasol in the Spurs in preseason. I was like, that guy right there, he's gonna be great. And then he like had like fifteen points a game and was kind of hurt for half the year. But anyway. We don't need to talk about that. Asad, thanks for coming on the podcast. The Raptors are up 3-1 in the NBA Finals. We're one win away. 
in my ear, in my mind, I'm still picturing that scene where I'm staring out at like 600 Raptors fans just chanting nonstop, let's go Raptors, one more game, you know, CBC, things like this. And um, these are memories that I'm going to have for a lifetime. And, um, you know, the crazy part is that we're only going to get more scenes to come. So there's going to be 20,000 people at game five. Inside the arena. There's going to be like 100,000 people on the streets easily. I mean, there might be a million people on the streets. There's a lot of people in the GTA. That's what I'm saying. A lot of oh people. my god, man! My parents are watching the Raptors. You know what I mean? My yo, my parents are sitting together and playing my podcast out loud, which is crazy because you know they're Asian parents, so they're not supporting uh, podcasting as a viable career. Yo, today I was <laughs> driving like when I was coming through back from work. I was working in like a more rural area today. Yeah, um, I was driving through like Rockwood, Ontario. You know what the hell that right? is? It's like it's like past. It's like Fort Guelph, but it's. Uh, I guess so, maybe. It's up a little north, um, a Guelph. But, um, like, it's a it's a small little town. Is that where they have the Stanley Cup? Anyways, no, I was driving through there, right? Uh-huh. And, like, I'm seeing the houses on the side, and there's Raptor flags. There's, like, signs made that are coming out of people's windows which say, let's go Raptors. Yeah. And, like, you're seeing stickers on people's cars. Mm-hmm. You're seeing flags on people's cars. Yeah. And it's, like... I've never seen this much support for this team ever, 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 ever. Where I'm like, I, like I have buddies texting me who like do not watch basketball, and they're just like, "Yo, we're about to do it." Like I have friends hit me today. It's like, "Yo, you must be like lit right now," and I'm like, "I honestly don't even know how to feel." Exactly. Same. Same. Like it hasn't same. hit yet. <laughs> yeah. And like people are losing their minds. Like I have like I have like my friends parents like just like like when they see me they're like yo like today i was supposed to go for like a like an eid an eid celebration dinner at someone's house yo and i was just like no nah, i'm not going like i have a game to watch like there are more important things this i gotta watch the game yeah like man like it's insane yeah and I don't know what's going to happen Monday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the best happens Monday because it's going to be insane if it does come through. They are going to Shout out to Socrates. Like, we didn't, you didn't come this far to come this far. They're going to burn this city down. Well, I'm telling you, man, Toronto is going to need, like, a week <laughs> plus to clean this shit. Like, it's going to be it's gonna be a scene. Did you see the scene at Celebration Square? Yeah, I'm. I've been I've been pondering whether to go for game five or not just because go, like man. you gotta go. I saw it, bro. You owe it to yourself, man. You gotta go. It's gonna be insane. You gotta go cry with some strangers, man. That's that's the real way to experience sports. It's nuts. I can't believe it's gonna happen. Yeah. Monday. The Raptors. Monday. Going to play hold it for all the days. marbles. For the NBA championship. The Raptors need one more game. Forty eight more minutes. They win those forty-eight minutes, and I think OLG OLG has the trophy um, set up in Toronto till June sixteenth or whatever. And it's crazy they're gonna have to cut that short because the Raptors are gonna win it before then. Like it's not gonna they're gonna have to take that uh take that uh, display down on Monday because they have to bring the the trophy's gonna be in the arena. They're gonna bring the tape out, Adam Silver with his, you know. Oh my god! Ears. 
are gonna be holding the arena, the trophy. Masai's gonna be in tears. Kyle Lowry's gonna be in tears. It's all happening soon. Listen, I know Raptors. I know Raptors tickets are wild expensive, but if you can somehow secure one of the twenty thousand tickets to the Scotiabank Arena for Game Five on Monday, it's worth it. It's worth the investment. Pull out a mortgage. Do what you do what you can within you know what's responsible. But for real, it's gonna be worth it. It's gonna be a moment of a lifetime. So. Asad, thank you for coming on the podcast. Listen, um, well, what was I going to say? Check out Asad uh, on Twitter, at Swarlazers. Um, I was about to shout out your SoundCloud one time, but, you know, real, nah, ones, good. real ones. I don't <laughs> know. Real ones. Asset 81. Look it up. Anyway, Asad, thank you for coming on the podcast. And, um, thank you, man. Yeah, I'll be back. I'm going to try to do a podcast before game five just to sort of tee it up and uh, sort of settle my nerves and sort of settle my emotions. But for now, this is an incredible feeling, and uh, we're about to feel something even greater than this. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Again, rate, review, subscribe, follow everything that Yahoo Sports Canada is putting out, both in terms of video, written content, social content, everything. It's all there for you. Um, you know, follow everyone on the team. Um, I mean, Asad, I'll just ask you, man. How, how have you found as a consumer about uh, in terms of just the coverage on Yahoo Sports Canada? Yo, I'm be unbiased, man. Be unbiased. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't gotta say anything. This, I'm gonna right? bring on the pod regardless, because you know, no one it, else signed as a team as well as you do. But just, just go ahead. Unbiased opinion. How is Yahoo Sports done? Yahoo Sports Canada, in particular. Like part of it has probably to do with the fact that the Raptors have gone this deep, so they've created such a big Toronto roster. Sure. But like, the roster's been incredible. Like, there's so much content. The the video pod. Like, I I very much enjoy like that video pod, that video uh, post game reaction pod. Yes. That post game uh, show. Make, Vivek, Alex, and uh, Harrison hop on. Harrison hops on every so and so. Yeah, like they had Tyler Ennis on. They had Tyler Ennis. That's a great. That's a great show. Yeah, like they did. It's it's really well made. I like the fact the way they're set up that you can have some live comments in there, but then it still works as like a forty minute show to watch the next day. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, that's great content. All the writing's been really good. Yep. Like, there's been a consistent amount where it's like, yo, you're gonna get three to four pieces to read every day. Every day. Then you get. This podcast, which is a great listen on your commute, like you start your morning, the morning after a win or a loss, you start with this podcast and it sets you, it sets you up correctly for the day. And it's, it's been, it's been, it's been great coverage. And like, and then you've got the visuals, like Keyshawn has been killing it, bro. Like the entire team has been killing it with the visuals and I'm not connected to Yahoo Sports in any way, shape or form. No. All right. No, you really aren't. (laughs) So like. I've just been really, I've been, I've, I've really loved it. Um, the fact that like I'm looking at like people covering it, and they look like me, they sound like me, that like they're people big. that like not just like, you, it, like the GTA area. Yeah, like it, it's represent, it feels representative, mm. and it's like that's, it's just really awesome to see that, and I think that that's how like, like I think out of all of the major media that's covered. Yahoo Sports has done the best job of connecting with, like, the real fan base on Twitter. Like, you know that there's, like, different types of NBA fans, right? And, like, the hardcore NBA fans are the ones that are on Twitter. They might not be the biggest population of NBA fans. But the Yahoo coverage, like, as I've seen, has really hit hard with that Twitter community. Yes. Like, NBA Twitter community, that's where that Yahoo coverage is, like, just bopping all over the place. And that goes even over to the state side. Like, you got Chris Haynes running that media game. Yo, shout out Chris Haynes. Yo, shout out that game. Also, shout out to that pod you had with him. Thank you. Yeah, he was he was really he was really friendly. Yeah, it was a he great was really pod. generous with like, his time and that was a good that was a good pod to listen to. And that media game was that was great. Yeah, and that's that was right. like man. Didn't his team win too? 
It's pretty impressive. Well, he switched teams, so of course he won. Oh, he did. Uh, right. Damn. But like, I that that was also a really hard thing to try to explain to people. Like, imagine trying to explain to anybody off Twitter that I just watched a bunch of media guys play basketball. I saw. I'm not even gonna lie, bro. You would have been in the All NBA team of media teams. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yo, this year RR three on three tournament, we are gonna do a live stream. At least I will for my teams. Yeah, please. Uh, please uh, delete you're gonna any watch. Will Lou? Will Lou gonna drop some buckets? Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna you get in the post will against will Alex Wong. I'm gonna put a hook shot over him. <laughs> And there's a 35% chance of that going in. All right. But, yeah, honestly, it's been great coverage. I've absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know what I'm going to do after the season ends. Oh, listen, there's going to be coverage all year long, man. I'm telling you, throughout the summertime, I'm just going to be sitting in that office trying to think about ideas of what to write about. I can't wait. It's going to be good. And especially next year, I feel like once you guys have a lot lot more resources built up. Mm. like I mean, this is a great proof of concept. This finals run? It's been amazing. I'll be honest. All right, bro. Listen, that check's in the mail. I got you. All right. <laughs> um, that plus the residuals of me using your song. So that's just for the podcast. This podcast has gone long enough. Raptors win game four. They've taken two games at Oracle, and they have a chance to close it out and win the NBA Finals at home in game five in Toronto on Monday night. I can't believe I'm saying those words, but that that's what's happening. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss sorry last thing yeah if you're watching game five even if you like watching all your playoff games alone i would recommend just find a group of people to watch it with go out in public and enjoy it because if they do win you're gonna want to just jump you're gonna want to celebrate with people yeah so just take the take the risk take the risk of maybe they lose because it's a very oh, low I mean, risk. What, you, what, what risk? What take, risk? Take the risk. Take the risk. That's up three one. Even if they lose, right? they got another two chances. There really isn't one. Go out, find some people. Whether it's a bar, whether it's a public viewing party, wherever it is. Whether even it's if a you go to a cineplex, there's cineplexes. Go there. Yeah. Watch a game with people, and I promise you, you're gonna have an incredible time. Yeah. I'm gonna try to do the same, there and because if they win, it's going to be a moment. And I feel like if you're like if you've put so much effort into watching all these games, you're gonna want to be a part of that moment. So put you, let yourself do that. Let yourself be happy. Believe in yourself. Believe in the city. <laughs> Masai Jerry. All right, we're signing up. Peace. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.